0: Welcome to Two Reasonable Dudes. I'm Matt Mamola. I'm Chris Ovenchain. and we're two ex-co-workers and friends with differing viewpoints, but a similar desire to have a reasonable conversation about political topics.
1: Per- and fun. Third time in a row, fun. Do we want to have fun? You make it engaging. You didn't. Make it, you interrupted
0: me at the wrong point. I realize well, that I, you know, all of just, our all waiting. of our listeners I, are really anticipating our our banter at this point, but you. You didn't well, let me. I, I know,
1: but but I just feel like I feel like we should come up with a new opening script.
0: Okay, I feel so, like it's
1: you know, the same thing. We should spice it up a little bit. So here's time, the, you know? the
0: well, I, I I like starting the podcast by saying that the purpose of this podcast is to facilitate communication and discuss differing viewpoints in an honest, open, and above all else, reasonable manner.
1: Okay, like well, I guess that, I mean that makes sense, it, but I mean I, you're, you're writing context, but we, we'd have that in like you know a descriptor. And uh, so I guess we already have a differing, differing of opinion in how we should start the podcast.
0: Right. Well, I think That's that good. maybe uh, well, we'll see if we can get that settled today along with anything else with our very first guest for Two Reasonable Dudes. Yep, very excited. We uh, have with us esteemed um, Esquire, my brother, Kevin
1: M. Mamola. Well, what, what does Esquire mean? I mean, I, I don't even know. I, I think I used to know at one point, and then I. Well, it means I've been knighted. I yeah, you wish, but I don't even know you.
2: I wish I'd I been. been knighted.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Kev, thank you for talking with us on our podcast. Did you even know about this podcast before 15 minutes ago?
2: No, I was uh, interrupted reading a bedtime story to my two little girls, and I received a phone call from you. Um, <laughs> didn't actually mention anything about uh, a podcast, and I actually did right. call you back because I, I felt like telling you, um, you know, how much I disagree with what I assume your viewpoints are based on what I texted you with that conversation, which maybe you don't. Uh, I'm just assuming you did, and I could be well,
1: wrong. Well, from background, he is a radical, you know, communist liberal, <laughs> which I'm sure you understand, and I am, and I'm a fascist conservative. So, or libertarian, really. So, you know.
0: Right. Uh, So, yeah, what what, what were we texting about earlier today?
2: Uh, I texted you about um, Governor Newsom's lockdowns in California, although I don't live anywhere near California. That's what I was texting about, my disagreement with what he's done and my opinion of it.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and and you texted me uh, a link to a Daily Mail article, which, like, I feel like they're like a... A little bit iffy of a news site. Like, there, I saw a couple tables <laughs> in that article. There. But...
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll kind of go to bat for the Daily Mail. I, I, I feel like they are a, they, they're, they're like really flashy. They're kind of like more like, uh, well, like, like, know, Daily not Daily Weekly news World News, right? but definitely more, you know, like Inquirer. But I they like, well, just... I feel like they're
2: like the New York Daily News, kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like they're, that. They're yeah. Not a New York based. Uh, um, I guess platform, but they uh, but they're British, right? Have neutral news. I mean, it's fairly neutral. I don't notice anything showing one way or the other, whether they're conservative or liberal. They seem to just yeah. be reporting news. That's my opinion.
1: But- and like celebrity gossip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and, yeah, and and you know, like so and so in a bikini. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah on the side sure. there's usually a bunch of pictures of, of celebrities on the on the right hand column yeah you know, that you could click on to.
0: oh well yeah i mean the, the ads on their website are, are really like trashy for sure The the ads that they have but you can't judge a well, place by its ads or trashy. i'm
2: trying to. I'm, now i'm looking at the article um,
0: <laughs> well they're not they're not porn but they're very clickbaity the yeah. ads that are but on
1: yeah there. You know, but honestly though like i was on cnn the other day and i saw some like really clickbaity shit like yeah. uh you know, so I mean, why? I mean, the the, well, yeah, the, so... the
2: first one I see is just about a mask. I mean, the, the everyday mask, <laughs> premium five layer construction, proper cloth, all day okay. I mean, that's a pretty fair um, advertisement.
0: Right. Okay. Well, uh, so the the, the article, <laughs> um, it basically compared and contrasted California. Yeah, it said it, it said California had a lot of lockdowns and Florida did not. And by lockdowns, that, that might be too broad of a term. It really means like restrictive executive orders yeah. by the governor. Um, and and despite all those lockdowns, they had pretty similar coronavirus infection rates.
1: Yes, but didn't but, but wasn't California, but wasn't California good for a little while? Like they had it under control, and everything was just like. It, and then it, it, they really lost that. That's
2: true too, and I forget if the article touched on that. They might have.
0: Editors note the article did not mention that. Looking at data from Johns Hopkins, California's infections and death rates rose sharply towards the end of December to all-time highs for the state by more than triple its peak in the summer. Whereas Florida's spike toward the end of the year hit about the same level as its peak in the summer.
2: Because, yeah, they definitely lost the control of the virus in the past month or two. Mm. And I think it's getting back under control. And L.A. never had anything like, until recently, the issue that New York City had last uh, spring. But I don't know if the article touched on that. But basically, it was like, it, I, I read a little bit about the data. And I don't think that the Daily Mail was necessarily the one that produced the article, Matt. I could be no. wrong. But I thought it was data that came from someone They were basically re-reporting it.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, they analyzed the data and the data was taken from like Johns Hopkins, okay. um, which has some, I, and I followed the links for that. They got some really great, easily clickable charts and all that kind of stuff. And, and really the data they were looking at had like orange lines saying this was an executive order and uh, and like blue lines for reopening or something like that and, and then plotted over the chart. Um,
2: okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking at the chart now. I mean, it talks about the hospitalizations and when you look at their curves the curves are fairly similar except for in the in december california's kind of skyrocketed and florida's is kind of leveling off which is just to me um, without getting into too much detail a pretty obvious answer is that it, it, it didn't do anything i mean they don't I, from what i understand basically california has almost all their kids were not in school until recently possibly and they were shutting down small businesses and not allowing them to uh, to operate uh, restaurants and stuff like that, so it's just a, to me it was just a shame because i've been to Florida, and I think you have met as well within the past six to eight months and uh life is pretty normal down there as much as it could be, kind of like it is here
0: here in georgia yes um, <laughs> so you, so you think that uh yeah I mean certainly. <laughs> Uh, I, I I know that you you like to think that I disagree with essentially everything uh, that you think. <laughs> so so I'll just say yeah, certainly my uh, my my initial reaction to things <clears throat> is that well, I mean we got to have some kind of lockdowns. So we got to have something uh, because this is a pandemic that is okay. you know like okay we got to fight it. Sometime. So.
1: Let me ask you a question about that then. So on what level is that locked out? Is that on a city level or a county level or is that on a state level or is that on a federal level in your opinion? And yes, you're walking into a big trail.
0: Well, I believe everybody should be thrown into a six by six cell <laughs> you uh, probably do. just for like two weeks. And then <laughs> um, No, really, yeah. So, uh, certainly, you know, I, no, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, look at looking at, uh, that article in the stis- statistics, I would say, yeah, you, you'd have to say like, what, what good is California's lockdown doing if it's not affecting, yeah. if they have well,
1: yeah, but, lo- but, but see the lockdown is a strange thing too, because like you have outside of a, of a really stringent. I mean, if you look at China and how they handle it, right they got that shit under control and they got under control very, very quickly, but they were yeah. literally, I mean, like that's literally a communist thing where they are just fucking locking you up. And like, you cannot leave. And, well, you are and, then, and...
0: I don't know if it's just that.
1: Well, look at, let me say story, like yeah. this, the, the rules were, were so stringent and uh, there's not like flexibility there. Even when you have a lockdown, like when we were locked down here in Georgia, I mean, like I still went and got Burger King or I still went out and, I mean, you know, I mean, like, it's still a thing, even if the restaurant's not open, even if whatever, you can still go to the grocery store, you can still do that kind of stuff. And people are interacting, you know, I still saw people, right? I still interact with people every, you know. I remember, actually, I saw you That's in right. like,
0: um, July yeah. of, 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 uh, 20. And like yeah. we went to a five guys and it was like the first time I had gone into a fast food place and the five guys had stacked all the table is against the wall and i'm like all right, he was shaking is- when he
1: went in it was really it was bad it
2: was just, uh, <laughs> well i went to uh i went to main event last night and we oh, wow. we'd be the only ones there we went to go play uh laser tag and have some fun we yeah. thought no one would be there we'd have it all to ourselves and the place was packed this is in Suwane, yeah. georgia and we were shocked everyone pretty much had masks on but it was actually, in a, in a way, I thought it was nice to see that uh, people are still going out and about. And, yeah, they were wearing masks, but a lot of people were taking them off. And we went to the bar and took them off. But um, it looked almost like normal life other than the masks.
1: I well, you know, nice, I have, but- I, a good friend of mine is a DJ, right? And, but he's kind of like he's a bigger dude. and He's really worried about uh, catching covid and so, but he has, so he's not doing any de- his detailing stuff, but he has a company and he's subcontracting out all this stuff. And he's talking to me about how they are extremely busy. I'm like, really? I'm, I'm surprised you have any business. He's like, dude, he's like, they're slammed all the time. Like, wow. The restaurants that he normally goes to, which I saw recently, I mean, like they're slammed. And That's uh, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't see, I don't know. I'm, I'm really kind of in between because I don't think that, for example, like the federal government would have the right to, or the ability to institute some sort of massive lockdown, or even on a state level, a lockdown that would be extremely effective. But I also don't think that people. I think I just I just want to say why we all why people can't why we shouldn't all be assholes and you know people can wear masks and you know not consider right. People.
0: That's the thing is yeah certainly I, and I think you know you mentioned like China and I know there's other countries out there that um, you know have have essentially done better yeah. at managing it. And and I think that um, I, I just think that, yeah, our 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 American culture doesn't really value All right. as much as other places, um, you know, the, the, the public good, right. you know, doing Here's what things I have for to the say. public. Good. All right,
2: here it is, here it is. This is really what it comes down to. Mm. Um, If you really want to know how I feel about it, I guess I'll be honest about it. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like we should be proud of the number of infections that we've had, in addition to the number of vaccinations that we've had. And I have a prediction that in a year we are going to be head over heels further along in the um, um, herd immunity process than any other nation in this country. What? So right now, what do you mean by? I don't understand that. I have so
1: many questions.
2: So right now we've had 25 million or so infected. We've had 21 million plus vaccinated. They predict that we have probably had 100 million actually had some, the virus, which right. means we have 120 million um, people that have had probably have some type of immunity to it. We have 277 million or is it 260 million adults, something like that. So I think that once we get towards um, 200, 250 million people having either had the virus or have had the vaccine we're going to be done with we're going to have herd immunity and all these other countries that kept yeah. it on lockdown they're fucked we're yeah not. but
1: okay but, but here's the thing real quick so even the, the whole concept <laughs> of herd immunity enough. like even, even the whole concept of herd immunity here is suspect we don't know i mean like for example i have a friend of mine who uh she's a school teacher right and she's a school teacher here in metro atlanta and she got covid i don't know july August, something like that, right? She just got it again, and she's like in her early thirties, and you know, fit, all that kind of stuff, right? And the first time it wasn't that big of a deal. The second time she was fucked. I mean, like she was really, really sick, and so they don't know. I mean, like they don't know because it's all like virus is mutating. I mean, like I think the herd immunity thing might. I mean, who knows?
0: I still don't understand, like you, Kev, what you were you just said is we should be proud yeah. of how many infected people we've had. Correct. Like I don't, and and you're you're saying that's going to position us to well, get we'll have over heard, the virus. Quicker? Yes, we will
2: have herd immunity further along than any other country. So in a country like but Australia, it's
0: going to be fucked. Isn't the vaccinations supposed to be what? what's giving us immunity from the virus? I'm oh, getting
2: it too. What they say there should be some type of immunity, um, which now. I don't have front facts on this, but our cousin Deanne, I know she had COVID and she's a nurse in a hospital in St. Louis. And she said she probably has it again. She just didn't want to go get tested because she had the same symptoms she felt as yeah. last time, but she said it was just weaker. And she just figured she has some type of immunity to it, which is why she opted not to get the vaccine. Cause she figured she'd already had it. She had the option to get it. Cause she's a first line, you know, responder or not responder, but she's in the hospital um, but anyway, that's, that's what I assume, Matt. And I guess obviously, uh, there's nothing behind that, but I look at countries that have had complete lockdowns and, and their lives well, suck. I, I, I just, I don't, yeah, it. I
0: don't really understand. Like we have, you know, this, this country has had a lot more deaths yeah. than other countries. And, uh, if, you know, when the vaccine gets rolled out, I mean, it's taking a long time, but it's not going to take over a year no. yeah. for, uh, Sure. You know, for for the majority of people, you know, who need to. To get well, vaccinated. here's the other
2: thing I look at is I look at a country like Australia, who I was reading a blog from a basketball coach down there, and they were talking about how difficult it is for them to practice and how they have to have masks. And I look at what allegedly we are living a hot spot here in, in Metro Atlanta, and uh, our kids are all having basketball practice and basketball games and living pretty normal lives. And they're going to look back and think, why the hell did we waste an entire year not letting our kids play sports, not letting our kids go to school? When in reality, it really was just the virus and it wasn't that big a big deal. I don't know. Some people get sick, well, sicker than others. I don't know. It's just, I think it's a yeah. waste of everyone's lives.
1: Well, okay, okay. But r- real quick. I mean, like, uh, because I, I have a kid and, like, I'm, my ex wife and I are intentionally, he's virtual. he's all virtual, right? And I live in Cobb County. And uh, Ollie's all virtual? All virtual, man. Absolutely. We're not fucking with this virus. Um, and because here's the thing, like, I understand what you're saying, but the death rate with this thing, is insane and i mean even if you say okay it's one out of 100 people right that's still a shit ton of people I mean, we're at over four thousand deaths per day that is a that's a huge number of people that are dying every single day because of this thing and i don't understand uh you know i, I respect your opinion but i don't understand the concept of, oh well fuck it you know because people have it's a virus and some people will get it and some people will die or whatever you can take the flu but like it's so many more times deadly than the flu and especially people with the certain conditions and older people and things like that and so i understand we need the economy we need people to be working we need all that but i also think we've done a really good job of transitioning the largely virtual workforce at least with white collar jobs and you know it's just, I don't know, man. Like I, th- I think it's kind of harsh to say, like, well, people get sick, and, and it's just, that's a huge amount of people.
2: Well, I think that, um, yeah, basically I think that people have the option to uh, to live their lives differently. Like you you and your ex have chosen with your son, and they have that option. I'm not saying that people should be forced to go back to yeah, yeah. school, but I feel like um, as far as the death rates go, I, I do kind of look at it like, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I think that everyone just has to live their lives. And I don't think that children, uh, number one, should be affected uh, adversely because of a small percentage of people that die um, from it who can protect
1: themselves by staying indoors. Yeah, um, but I mean, not, but, you know. so so, like the kid thing, right? How I look at it is, I mean, if you look if you look at the rate of death per children, it's, it's really, it's very minimal, right? Yeah. But they are, they do contract it and they do spread it. So, for example, like my parents, my parents are old, like they're like 75, 76 years old between the two of them. Right. And uh, it's it's one of those things where so if he went over, if my kid was at school and went over, maybe I get sick or whatever, they need help with something. They could get that and then they might perish. Um, And so it's just it's where they spread to. So that's really my thought on it.
2: I mean, I just feel like uh, let it go. I know it's horrible. I guess it sounds pretty rough, but uh, I just, uh, I just think that kids, more than anything, they don't deserve um, what's happening to them right now. So even though my kids are face to face, they have lost out on a lot of things that are normal yep. in their everyday lives, and I just see, don't, I don't see the reason for it. Now, I, I will, I always wear a mask out of respect for everybody else. I don't yeah. have, ever have a problem with that. I'm not going to be an asshole to other people. Um, so for example, I think it's just unfair. Like we can't have lunch with our kids at school and they won't let us in anymore Yeah. when I just think that if we were all responsible and respectful, they could do it and they're just missing out. So I, I, I just agree, really yeah. look at it from this, really from the perspective of the kids, I look at it probably more than anything else.
1: How old, how old are your kids?
2: Uh, five and nine. So they're in kindergarten and third grade.
1: Yeah. So yeah, my son, my son is, he's turning 10 next week and he's in fourth grade. And so he's, I mean, by the time all this is said and done, I mean, he's going to miss that entire year, you know, yeah. uh, his entire fourth grade year is basically virtual. And uh, I can't imagine a five-year-old. I mean, like, I don't think you could do that virtually because how, how, how is a five-year-old going to be able to grasp do you a know, kindergarten or something like that on, on, on a computer? I mean, it's- so
2: that's a perfect example. Yeah. So our daughter that's in uh, Reese Reese's in kindergarten, she is yeah. just now crossing the barrier of, of actually reading on her own. Yeah. And I just couldn't fathom what that would have happened to her. I mean, maybe she would have been fine. I mean, in the long run, she probably would have. But it just seems like her rate of you know, she's excelling at a higher rate than she ever would have if she yes. was at home.
0: But I mean. There are teachers who are teaching in schools who, you know, uh, die from the coronavirus. I mean, it's, you yep. know, percentage wise, I can't, you know, speak to is that high is it low i I, I know it's not high but what'd you say two and com recently right yeah um and so you know i i I guess it's uh, difficult
2: calculation what about you know because yeah i I disagree with all those jurisdictions where those those kids that the teachers have said we're not going back um until measures are in place i get it there should be safeguards in place but the bus driver doesn't have that option. Uh, nurses don't have that option. Doctors don't. So it's really yeah. just crazy to me that they're going to just sit They're going to stay at home and not do their job and, and, and be there for the children and teach them like they're supposed to do oh. because they're going to be, you know, they're, they're scared about what could happen to them in particular.
1: Okay. So counterpoint to that, right. Again, talking about my friend, right. Where she, cause I think she's totally right. I think she's totally right to do that. The doctor Nurse, you know what I'm saying? Like those are people that you know you are going in. First of all, you're getting better paid than a teacher is, and you're going in. I mean, you're going into that saying, "Hey, you know what? This is my job to help people, right? This is my job to." And I know teachers, in a way, are helping people, but she was doing virtual for a long time. She was teaching 300 kids a day from school on virtual, and it's it's impossible to do. Yeah. It's impossible to to, to maintain. And she's talking about how people are going by, parents are coming. I mean, like, it's such a dangerous thing. And so many people just don't give any fucks at all. And I think it's dangerous. And I, and I, and I do think that that, that pay should, should be based on that. And I don't think that when you have certain counties that are looking at this from more of a political standpoint and they're not taking the proper precautions, I don't think that our teachers should be put at risk like that. I really don't. I, I don't think that's fair.
2: Well, I mean, I, I think that um I don't think it's another alternative the way I look at it is they have to teach these children, and they got to step up and they should get higher pay. I think I've always thought, regardless of the pandemic, yeah, that sure. I think that we should I mean, honestly, I would pay more taxes so the teachers could get higher pay so we could attract and keep keep the good teachers yeah. and attract more you know, better teachers. stronger know talent. Down. absolutely. I mean, I, a hundred percent, I mean, you know, agree with that, but I just feel yeah, like
0: that's, you know what? We should have a whole podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we value in society? Because yeah, we, we, we value weird things in society. It's Why true. does Kim Kardashian make, make billions while teachers struggle? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's you. I, I'm really, t- I will. Yeah, it, I know. We not, can talk yeah, about a, a lot about that. Um, I, I want to share, I was doing a little research on this and, and one, um, Medical uh, study that was that uh, they they studied some places in Denmark. Basically, what they were trying to do is have some control groups of the 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 question is, do lockdowns work? And uh, there were some neighboring counties in Denmark. I think in November of twenty, you know, November of twenty twenty, and um, uh, you know, neighboring counties and and certain neighboring counties. Um, put in place stricter lockdowns than other neighboring counties, and they were able to identify and and, and measure, you know, sort of um, if uh, there was a difference among these things. and and you know, I'm just going to quote from the abstract here of of uh, the the analysis. Um, they basically showed that uh, while infection levels decreased, you know, after the lockdown, they did so before lockdown was effective and infection numbers also decreased in neighboring municipalities without mandates. And they say that the data suggests that efficient affection surveillance and voluntary compliance make full lockdowns unnecessary, at least in some circumstances. So basically, what they're saying is that when, there's, when the people are complying voluntarily you know, in, in ways that make sense for them, then it's not any more effective than having lockdowns. So basically, if you're practicing common sense, I think is what it's saying. If you're, you know, being reasonable and and, and following the guidelines you should, then... But
1: so many people are not reasonable. That's the thing. So I, many people I, are, I, I think you that know here I mean? in this country, yeah. in the I United mean, States, I, it's a lot of unreasonable well, people. Well, just this morning, I, I went in to get a prescription at Publix, right? And I go in... And I was like, oh, I need to, you know, there's a couple other things I need to grab. And I'm over in one of the aisles, and there's this guy just, yeah, you know, walking in. And he's just coughing. He has no mask, no regard, no anything. And so, of course, I just, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I was probably way too, you know, wimpy about it. But, it you was know, like, it's a you know, like quarantine zone and, like, contaminate. I was like, okay, leaving right, here. Screw this. I don't need that that bad. And uh, I turned around, but it's just like, that's so fucking rude, man. Like, it's... uh it's so disrespectful and so rude. And I was thinking about those people. I mean, there was probably five or six people in that aisle. And it's just like, come on.
2: Well, that's the thing I don't, I, I guess I hear that there's, you know, people like that, that that refuse to wear masks in stores. But I could say around where I live, I don't ever see that. And that's the other thing too, is I guess I look at it from the perspective of maybe, maybe along the lines with that article Matt was quoting, which is locally, I mean, I, I think, I'm respectful and I expect everyone else to be the same. Um, but usually in the grocery stores and Walmart and Target, everyone, I, I don't ever see anybody without one. I will say that when I go to the gym, you're supposed to wear one when you are, I don't know, when, when you're walking from place to place or station yeah, to yeah. station. But I, I do wear mine out of respect for other people. And there are people in there that don't. And that does annoy me only because. I am going out of my way to wear a sweaty mask in the gym and that ticks me off. So I just, I do it out of respect and it annoys me when other people don't. Now they, you know, maybe they think they're in a gym and everyone's healthy. Maybe that's why they don't think they need to, but.
1: Well, yeah, but then when you think of the gym too, when you're exerting, you know, when you're, you know, you're doing cardio or whatever and you're breathing so much more. And so you're, you're, you're putting out so much more volume of potential damage. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think that. I guess at this point, if I was going to get it there, I would have got it already is what I've started. (laughs) I've started to assume that I go in the gym, we play pickup basketball sometimes and no one's really wearing masks in there. um, And that is indoors. So I I, I have realized there's times where I'm just assuming the risk that something may or may not happen. And it just hasn't so far, knock on wood, but I, I also look at it. I I really am just playing the percentages, which is maybe, you know, sounds bad to some people, I guess. And I know that, but i'm playing the percentages that there will be a less than 1% chance probably a point zero zero one, yeah. that i'll ever get I mean, hurt from covid
0: right yeah and and i mean like i um uh i i wish that there was more of a social practice more widespread to be you know more careful about covid but i i mean i, I it's not like during this entire pandemic time, I've not done anything that would be considered, quote, unquote, yep. risky. I mean, I've, I've gone into bars, Absolutely. you know, sat around a poker table with strangers and at a bar and played poker. Um, and who were you on this podcast talking uh, smack to me, bad boy? <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> you know, he's a dirty <laughs> hypocrite. We all know that. <laughs> that. That sounds almost worse than anything I've done sit at a poker table with strangers. Yeah, I
0: haven't done anything like that. Great That's things. right. Ooh, yeah, we passed around poker cards <laughs> and uh, uh, you know you drink you you're wear a mask. And like, you know, here's the thing is you're you're wearing a mask some of the time, but some of the time you're drinking a beer. yeah. And like, at that point, is it even doing anything? <laughs> you know, if if you do it half the time? So yeah, it feels really weird. And it, you know probably a lot of the time, you know, I heard this phrase, um, public health performance. Is kind of what it's like when you're, you know, a lot of times when you're wearing a mask and you know it doesn't help. It's
2: well, just w- to fit in.
1: Well, I will uh, say, you know, I, I don't know. Have you guys seen uh, specifically like the the scan, lung scans of pe- people who have had COVID? Even like normal healthy people. There's a lot of them that end up having like extreme scarring on their lungs who thought they were fine. And like it's like worse than like long-term smokers.
2: Yeah, I've a, read those, and I do get a little concerned, and then I, I do uh, truthfully just push that to the, to the back of my mind yeah. and just forget about it. But I do read it. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Then I think I'll oh, forget about it. That's never going to be me. So not it's yeah. probably going to be me now. Yeah, but uh, We're knock on wood <laughs> now. But yeah, we have uh, – so the problem that also that I have with all the, the, I don't know, lockdowns, restrictions is at this point I have known so many people that have had it and so many people around where I live. And I've not once uh, seen a single person affected uh, very badly by it. And that's what's weird. I see people that have had it on my street and they're out there, they're quarantining, but they don't leave the yard. And they're out there playing in the yard. They're out there cutting their grass. Um, So I just have such a low, um, I
0: I, I guess, expectation. But it's dangerous when you start to think that, you know, because I don't see anybody, then then nobody is being affected by it. Because like when I was, uh, you know, like 20 years old, uh, based on the, the the people I knew and the friends I had, I thought like ninety five percent of this country smoked weed.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, but, that's a weird viewpoint to have if you're in high school. I mean, college. Um, but th- that you would assume the rest of the world is doing it.
0: Well, that was an exaggeration a little bit, but everybody around me is 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 cool with weed. How could there be most of the country who's not? I mean, I know not, things keep shifting. Cool. And, and maybe
1: these days. <laughs> probably you know, I mean, day, like, I, 20 years later now. I'm not cool with weed. Me. I, mean, I don't do it. I don't give a shit what you do.
0: So you would say, uh, right, California has inflicted significant harm on, on businesses as well as a lot of the population because of the lockdowns. And it hasn't resulted in much. Um, and I you know, I understand that that uh, train of thought. Say, so I do think that without the orders that were put in place i think that in california there would be a significantly you know higher amount of deaths
1: well have you guys looked at mexico at all because mexico their attitude is absolutely fuck it like i mean they don't give any shit there's no restrictions there's no anything they invite people to come all over the world they've had only i think
2: eight million reported cases i think
1: yeah but i mean like but how many of those i do think there is a a thing about you know how many of those people were reported i mean if the media has been you know misaligned there but i was reading a thing talking about how they were so resistant the mexican people were so resistant to any sort of forced quarantine or any sort of because because of the issues they've had in the past with police and corruption and all that and so it's just like in mexico city it's open season like you can do it whatever the hell you want
2: yeah, I mean, I we actually had a um, vacation planned to Mexico, family vacation for Thanksgiving week. And we canceled it because at, at the time, all the major sites were uh, were shut down. I forget yeah. where we were going, but but that was disappointing. So they, they lost a ton of money of tourism, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. um, we would have been able to go. We wouldn't have been able to go anywhere fun. Yeah, know? so what's the point? So, I mean, with kids, it's, yeah, there was no point. I mean, maybe just sit on the beach with, you know, with just your wife or significant other would be yeah. fun. But, uh, yeah, so they lost a ton of money. So I could see why definitely Mexico is going to be, um, open, open season. I, I can't, I never expected Mexico to even have a lockdown period. Yeah. Um, that is one place I thought would always be, uh, uh out and about now. I, I mean, maybe in Tijuana, they never had a lockdown. I'm going to guess, but as far as the lockdowns go in, in California, I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems to me that, uh, the data seemed to show that it was is not really producing the results they would have expected. Why? I don't really know. Um, I think Florida is probably pretty similar to Georgia, actually. Yes. Um, and I, I just don't I don't know why. But I I'm glad that it showed the data showed almost that it was pointless. But um, and, and it's a shame because I've seen I, I watched some news article or I read some news articles and I watched some clips on the news that they showed these small business owners and the, the restaurant owners who were losing everything they had and they were just crying mm-hmm. on the news because they were forced to shut down in Los Angeles um, when they had already put the best they could do to make it socially distanced and they were crying because they were losing their life savings and their, their life yep. work and uh, you know it's unfortunate so I definitely try to um, you know when I could when we went out I would try to tip the, the, the servers a little bit more than I did in the sure. past just because I knew their business was pretty slow yeah, but um, it's just sad to see what's happened out there, and um, hopefully, uh, hopefully things will turn around. Because I know a lot
1: of people out there lost, uh, you know, their livelihood. For sure. a, a good buddy of mine runs a tattoo studio, and uh, he's a he's a really good artist, and he's he's an acclaimed artist. He's toured the world like doing tattoos, and uh, they were shut down for I think three months total last year. You know and uh, something like that and they've i know they lost a and that's t- Here in georgia yeah it's here in georgia and uh yeah he they lost a shit ton of business and um i know it really affected them and their bottom line for the year and they're still in business but uh it's you know but apparently business has picked back up to where it's almost it's almost back to normal so
2: yeah that's what you know i've heard with a lot of the industry, and i don't know if restaurants are the same or not but it seems like the last handful of times that we've gone out it's been pretty busy um and when we went to florida last was um our fall break which i guess is the l- first week of october last week of september and we were pretty surprised at some of the restaurants we went to i guess they had they had no restricted seating and we were a little surprised it had been a while since we've been out where there was no restricted seating and it was uh, a little alarming but you actually just you go right back into how you used to feel really quickly actually i was kind of surprised i sat down i was a little nervous i was like oh kind of like a COVID breeding ground and really come down here to get COVID. But then after uh, after, about 10 minutes, after about 10 minutes and a drink, you know, you stopped caring. That was, you know, it, it, it seems to be how it is. But I, I was shocked. So I was actually glad, though, to see that the servers down there, um, you know, probably, I'm assuming, earning the same that they used to. The only thing that does suck for them is having to wear the mask all night, which I do feel for them for that. I think they do yeah. it a little bit more, having to run around with a mask all night long. That's how I really feel, I guess. Hopefully that. Uh, well, no, I mean, well, imagine I imagine there's I'm, some people that
1: agree with me. I'm, I'm curious. right like so. What, what have you held back? What have you not wanted to say that you, that you are? I'm curious. Oh,
2: well, I might sound like I'm really bad i do <laughs> no, please, please sound like you're really bad that'd be great
0: well you are really bad mm-hmm. i know this because i've known you for your whole yeah, life I mean, well, you're mad brothers though well
2: this is mike my, my well obviously there's i don't know what it really is i'm sure people have thought about it no one said it in the news but i have a i have a feeling that the coronavirus was some kind of a social cleansing where they're um you know weeding out the old and letting the young live for some reason or another. I
1: don't know who it is. Oh, shit. This is a different topic entirely. This is a whole separate podcast that we're going to have to come back to because that is I would love do that. Yeah, so, that would be awesome.
2: Uh, I mean, I think there's some type of thing going on with... I mean, it, it's just like the plague and all that. and You know, why are we still alive when our descendants, somehow they survived the plague? I, I, I look at it like that to some degree. So you
0: think this is some kind of like... Darwinism. Uh, like, like, a, like a broader just the the course of nature is trying to improve the human strain. That's a,
2: yeah, pretty much. I I, I actually think that's probably what's going on. I don't know what else
1: it could be. Really. It's just a random mutation, but, but I mean, I, I I think, I think that all factors into, if you look evolutionarily speaking, I mean, these are the kind of things that do call the weak, you know I mean? Like if you look at the people that are affected, it's the weaker among us. And, uh you know often and that kind of thing could definitely be uh seen but but then look at like the 1918 plague you know uh pandemic where that 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 affected people that that affected like people in their teens and 20s i'm like if you were like in the like if you were like a 20 something super fit guy and during that you're fucked that's a good point i've
2: tried to read up a little bit on that as to why and they don't know why. And yeah. you know, there was a few articles I read that they suspected why possibly would have been that uh, I think children were OK, but it was they suspected that the um, older generation may have had some. um, um immunity because of the rush they said like the russian flu from the 1890s that that, that was which of the, that was the only thing they, they they suspected is that maybe there was some immunity there for the older generation and it just annihilated the young and i that's a great point i don't, I don't know what happened yeah. there that that would be uh that, that wouldn't line up with what i was thinking here but but i think you know they've had the plague and the flus and and i, and I just it's unfortunate but it seems like yeah i mean basically that the countries that are poor are gonna by far suffer the worst, and then, you know, a country like the U.S. is, is, is going to get all the vaccine, and, um, you know, and, and a great number of us have had it already, so we're but, I just thinking in a year, we're going to be okay, I mean, we're going to be pretty I fine agree. in a year. I agree with that,
1: but, like, so in, but you're not thinking that it's, like, a intentionally designed thing by, like, some lab. No, I don't like believe it. that. Yeah, no, I, I believe that's natural. Like, oh, man, we're going to fight that
2: would, be, that would be great some people believe that yeah. i think it's no i i think it is a uh, a disease that came from an animal yeah. um and, and then we're just not uh prepared for it
0: but yeah but just big picture wise if you're looking at you know let's say there is some unseen force you know um creating a sculpture out of the human race yeah you know this is one tool that that force is using i
2: look at it like 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 that as a possibility i don't know why it would have such an effect on, on older people and almost have zero effect on children like i just that's so weird to me <laughs> but yeah i don't know the answer
0: all right well uh thank you for joining us on this podcast for being the inaugural guest it was nice meeting two you, man. reasonable dude i've heard, I've nice heard about, about you Chris for a while well.
2: yeah it was good thank you I, I enjoyed being a guest, and I, I'd be happy to come in here anytime and provide my wealth of knowledge and opinions on on any subject that
0: uh, you, know, you de- Awesome. You deem well, maybe next time we'll tell you the subject ahead of time so you can like pull up a quote or something. <laughs> That's a great idea. So now that we've got our first guest appearance out of the way, it's time for my favorite segment of our podcast, Meme Corner yeah, you were I'm, supposed to like say that with me, all excited. I'm not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna say meme corner. I mean, it's just not gonna happen.
0: Okay, right. well, I'll, I'll figure out something better for that. So I'm gonna share a meme as I do every time we have meme corner, which is the f- we've had it one time before.
1: No, it's twice. I mean, it, it, this is uh, it, this is our third meme corner. It's our third episode, and for some fucking reason, that you have to have these memes to talk about in auditory. Well, this well, this a, visual a, medium I mean, in an auditory, you know podcast so yeah
0: so this meme that I'm going to share I'm going to describe it here first uh it's a picture of a bottle that's getting um uh, extracted via syringe you know uh and it says COVID-19 vaccine is the label on the bottle sure and of course there's there's surgeon you know doctor's gloves you know you can tell this is a a doctor extracting COVID-19 vaccine and then um like a little bit of a, a you know dashed line as a graphic is coming out of the the vaccine and it's um it's pointing to uh it looks like an album cover and the text above this image says confirmed the covid-19 vaccine will not contain a microchip but will contain U2's new
1: album okay. Again, was that supposed to be funny? Because that whole YouTube album—I mean, like this is not funny. Again, I mean, like so. So this is very funny. It, because... No, please, please explain. Oh, this is funny. Because what that YouTube thing happened? What, like fucking ten years ago at least, twelve years ago? Well, the YouTube album given for free to
0: everyone was two thousand nine. Had to have been like five to eight years ago.
1: Okay, Let, um, let's find out.
0: Okay, let's... Mr. Producer, will you will you do that research? Will you find out? So, so wait,
1: what, what you're saying is you're dragging a uh, a seven year old, uh, you know, thing and making it funny. Hold on,
0: time out. We just have to like say that the producer gave us this information, and then you have to say, say, say. So, uh, time in. Okay, I'm getting word from the producer that that it was actually just seven years ago in, in 20, 2014. That what? this was released for free to
1: everyone. Why do we have to pretend we have a producer?
0: Because that's what that's what you do on podcasts. Is you have... I, mean, I don't
1: want to pretend about anything. I'd rather just have it be raw. I mean, you well, can keep this in I... there. I I feel like it's it's like a, it's just too kind of fakey. I you know, feel like we're trying, you know, a little too hard there. Well,
0: looks like we have the information that it was seven years ago, and this is funny because nobody listened to the U2 album that was given for free to everybody. And even when it's injected into you, you're not going to listen to it. That's
1: why it's funny. Okay. Again, seven years. Okay. Seven years. Let's talk about what happened seven years ago. Okay. I don't know because after that Trump got fucking elected and everything since then has been a goddamn horror show. And, And I'm not even being political about it. I'm just saying so much information and disinformation and, and just this overwhelming amount of treachery and and just unbelievable bullshit has happened. And so that seems like a different lifetime ago. Like, that seems to me like I was a child. Like like a teenager when that happened, even though it was just seven years ago. It seems, you know, I'm 43 for hours. Yeah. So it just seems there's like a, a really... <laughs> there's like a, a time warp. There's a time, yeah. Let's do the time warp again. And it, uh, yeah, it just, it, it just I, I feel like it's a joke that is not great
0: well i rate that meme 8.5 reasonable dudes at a 10 i rate it minus six okay whoa this is quite a scale (laughs) all right well that does it for meme corner and that does it for this episode of two reasonable dudes
1: (laughs) okay thank you matt it was a good episode i'm glad that we got to talk to your brother and uh these kinds of things